0: Hi, MVCC, and Merry Christmas, you. We are so excited that you decided to join us on such an amazing day. Christmas is such a fun time to celebrate the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ. We have an amazing service ready for you guys today, and it has a lot of fun things in store. I'm really excited and cannot wait, so let's get started. I need it. the story of when Jesus Christ was born. His mother Mary lived in a small town called Nazareth. She was going to be married soon to a good man named Joseph. One day something amazing happened. An angel appeared to Mary. At first Mary was afraid, but the angel told her not to be scared. The angel said she was highly favored of God, and very blessed among women. The angel told her she was going to have a baby, and the baby would be Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world. Mary was surprised, and she said, How can this be? I'm not even married to Joseph yet. But the angel said it would be by the power of God, and with God nothing is impossible. Mary believed the angel, and she said she would do what God asked her to do. When Joseph found out Mary was going to have a baby, he didn't know what to do. He thought he shouldn't marry her because it was not his baby. One night, an angel came to visit Joseph. The angel told Joseph that Mary's baby was the Son of God. The angel told Joseph they should still get married, and to name the baby Jesus. The angel said that Jesus was going to be the Savior of the world. Joseph obeyed the angel, and they got married. When it was almost time for the baby to be born, the Roman emperor made a new law. The law said that everyone had to go back to the city they were from to pay taxes. Joseph was from Bethlehem, and that's where he needed to go to pay his taxes. But Bethlehem was very far away from Nazareth. Joseph and Mary had to walk 65 miles to get there. The trip took many days. When they finally got to Bethlehem, all of the inns were full. There was no room for them anywhere and they didn't have a place to stay. place they could find was in a stable. That's where animals are kept. But the baby was going to be born soon, and Mary needed to lay down to rest. So the stable would have to do. On the night Jesus was born, There were shepherds taking care of their sheep near Bethlehem. An angel came to visit them. The shepherds were afraid, but the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day a Saviour, which is Christ the Lord. And ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. Then suddenly there were lots of angels and they were all praising God and saying, Peace on earth and goodwill toward men. The shepherds knew that Jesus was very special. They said, Let's go to Bethlehem and see the baby. They went as fast as they could. And when they got there, they found baby Jesus lying in a manger. After they had seen the baby Jesus, the shepherds went around telling lots and lots of people that Jesus Christ was born, the Savior of the world.
1: to Amanda, my beautiful daughter. Alberts was preaching about coming home for Christmas He was talking about how God is always ready to give us a second chance and he read that same story that I used to read you when you were younger a story about a son who gets angry with his father runs away loses everything that he once loved but then eventually the boy realizes what he's lost and he decides to go home he's ashamed of what he's done and when he arrives home the father is there the father is waiting for him but before the boy can even get to the house the father runs to him and embraces him and he welcomes him back home the child gets a second chance. The way it's written, it seems like, like even if the son never came home, the father would still have been waiting. That's how much he loved his child. I've been thinking a lot about this story lately. I don't know everything that's been going on these last few years. I know that you've been let down by others. I know that working three jobs was exhausting. I know that being a single mother was a huge responsibility. You may have felt like you were doing the best thing for Will when you left, or maybe you didn't, I don't know. I'm sure there's a lot more that I don't know, a lot of pain and hurt and pressure that you're feeling. I don't claim to understand it all, but I do know that I miss my daughter. And so does your little one. And so does your mother. I'd like to think that that, that story from the Bible That's us, me and you. On the day you come home, I'll be there. I'll run out to you and I'll hug you and I'll throw the biggest party that you've ever seen. I would be endlessly happy for you to be home. But afraid it might not happen that way the cancer is spreading in my lungs and each day has become more and more difficult to endure part of why I'm writing this letter is just to say that I'm sorry I'm sorry that I might be gone before you return but I still hope you do with or without me. It may not be easy. You may feel like you don't belong anymore. We don't always get the chance to fix all the things that get broken in life. There's a whole world of I'm sorry's that may never get spoken. We may not get to say all the goodbyes. And if I don't get to see you or smile again, if I don't get another chance to tell you you're beautiful, if I don't get to be there for Christmas dinner or to wrap the presents with the kids, if I'm not there, then I just want you to know one thing. The story is still true. You'll always be welcome home. Some people will give you a second chance. Some might not, but I know Reverend Alberts was right. God will always give you a second chance. He will always be there, ready for you, waiting for you. And I'll do the same as long as I can. And if not, then I hope you get this letter. Know that I adore you. With love, Dad.
2: Wow. Well, I think that video, you know, says it all. I'm just so glad that Amy finally came home. You know, that's really what Christmas is all about. It's about God reaching down from heaven, calling us back to his heart and calling us home. And of course, God wants each one of us to respond to his love by just coming home to God. You know, tonight, as we celebrate Christmas Eve, that Jesus came into our world on purpose, um, I thought it was fitting that I'm in my home. And that's really what this is about. Christmas is about coming home. You know, I think about Christmas years past. I love Christmas. Um, Christmas is, for me, one of the most... um, meaningful times of the year. I just, you know, I love the Christmas lights. I love putting up the tree. I love, you know, picking out the right tree when we had a real tree. Um, I I like putting up the lights on the house, buying presents. I like, you know, picking out that right gift just for that right family member. It's just fun. There's just something in the air at Christmas time. People, you know, are a little bit nicer. Uh, Church services mean so much more because we're really focusing in on the greatest gift that God gave. And there's just something about Christmas time that I love. But of course, this year in 2020, Christmas is much different. Most of us will be spending Christmas at home, uh, which reminds me about the Christmas story and all of its uniqueness and the handiwork that God did to get to the point of of giving us the greatest gift of all. And know, I was thinking about this is really my first Christmas, my first Christmas this year without my parents. My parents passed away, and. This Christmas time for my mom and dad was the greatest time, I think, for one reason, because they loved having their kids and their grandkids around at Christmas time. So this is our first Christmas with a sense of loss. Um, You may be going through this year a sense of loss. Maybe maybe you've lost someone this year. Perhaps um, maybe you were laid off from work, or maybe you lost your health, or just lost kind of your zeal for God. And maybe we just feel a little sense... Of loss like we're not at home. I think this particular passage in Matthew, the Christmas story, is perfect for I think where we are today in 2020. I wanted to read from Matthew 1 and I hope and pray that this message really speaks to the heart. Joseph and Mary were pledged to be married and before that we're gonna pick up the story here that Joseph had to make a decision on whether he would go through with marrying the love of his life, Mary, Um, even though the scandal and all of the talk and all the things that were going around about Mary. So verse 18 says, this is how the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph. But before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. So when Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had said and commanded him, and took Mary home as his wife. But he did not consummate the marriage until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. There's just something about that passage that speaks so loudly to us about when he took Mary home, it just, I love the way Joseph just obeyed God. It's interesting to me that, um, I'm sure with a lot of the busyness in their day, that God wanted to get Joseph's attention, and so he had to get him in a place that he was at his most peaceful and quiet rest. And so he came to him in the middle of the night through an angel, and of course, I love, as soon as he woke up, he obeyed the Lord and did what God called him to do. It just unfolds so much of God's faithfulness and His love and the fact that He calls us to come home as just He did to Joseph. Now Joseph, we know, and Mary were common people. They had made mistakes. They were sinners. They still needed Jesus as their Savior. But what's awesome about this is that even at that moment that he had to make that decision in the midst of probably all the talk about Mary in their town and their villages, he did the right thing. He came home to God and he decided to do what was right. I love that. I love the fact that they just were simple people and obeyed God. You know, it reminds me in the Bible, one of my most favorite accounts in Luke chapter 15, where there was a son who was lost. He didn't realize he was lost until he demanded everything from his father, demanded all of his inheritance, all of the possessions, everything that the law said was owed to him. And he just thought in his mind, I just... I just got to get out of here. I got to get away from home. I got to get out from, out from under my father's rule. What he didn't know is that his father's home, he had everything in his disposal, love, care, protection, everything that God, his father provided, but he still decided to set out on his own and run away, and so he did. And if you've heard this story, it's just so close to the story of Christmas, because when he finally realized the son and he spent everything he realized at that moment, I've lost everything. I've disobeyed my father. In fact, the story in Luke 15 even gives an account that he said, my father won't even accept me back. I can't go home. He, he won't even hire me to be one of his lowliest servants. But there was something inside of him that said, just go home. And so he set out for home. I love the way the story ends that on his way home, his father saw him halfway down the road. And it says that his father ran to him. His father ran to the son and it says when he finally caught up with him, he hugged him and embraced him, didn't even ask for an explanation. He was so happy that his son decided to come home. He hugged him and kissed him and threw this incredible party. I I just, it's such the Christmas story in fast forward that not only did he decide to go home, come home, but the father ran to the son. It's such a beautiful picture of what God does with us. We've all been lost. We've all run away from God. We've all sinned. But I'm so grateful, not just for Romans 3.23, that we've all run away from God, but that Romans 6.23 says the gift of God is eternal life in Jesus Christ. I love it. And that's why Jesus came. Jesus came not only to save us, to bring us home to heaven one day, but he also came to bring us home here on earth. I don't know where the Spirit of God might be leading you as you're hearing this right now, or maybe listening to this, but I just, I just think that there's one message that comes through. Jesus came to save us, to bring us home spiritually. And I want to invite you to come home to God. It's so simple. He asks us to believe in Jesus. He asks us in John chapter 1 to receive him into our heart. That means we recognize that we've been astray and we receive him as our Lord and Savior. And then he wants us simply to follow him. Believe, receive, and follow. I remember when I was, I was probably about nine years old. I went into the kitchen. I remember it was. I lived in Fountain Valley. Went into the kitchen and grabbed some paper bags, grocery bags. Back in the day, they were all paper grocery bags. And I put them on my bed, and I started putting my clothes and some of my most valuable possessions into that bag. And my mom came in, and she said, "Mike, what, what are you doing?" I said, "I'm running away from home. I'm leaving." And I'll never, remember, never forget this, but as I remember it so vividly, my mom was helping me pack my clothes into those bags. I left the house. I walked down the street, got to the corner, and turned around and came home. Why did I come home? Because of the love of my parents. I realized that even at age nine, it was so foolish To leave home. And when I got home, my mom gave me this biggest embrace and helped me tear open the grocery bags and unpack all my stuff and put it back in my drawers. It was like nothing ever happened for her. That to me is a picture when I think back that God was using my stupidity, my bad choices to show me his love. And that's what he does through Christmas. He's just reaching out to you my prayer is that you'll receive him. Um, maybe coming home for Christmas means maybe not just physically being at home, but maybe coming home to a relationship, making something right that maybe is broken. And I want to encourage you, however the Spirit of God is speaking, to do that. You know, we're going to finish this Christmas Eve service like we always do at Mission Christian Church. I, I love the tradition of just singing Silent Night. There's just something very peaceful about that song. And as we sing that song and hear that song in just a few moments, I just want you to remember that Jesus came to the world as the light of the world. And the privilege that we have now and when we receive him is we get to be also that light to someone else. So I want you just to meditate on this song and think about how good God is. And even though Christmas may look a little different in the natural, it still is the same story that God reaches out into our hearts and brings us home. God bless you as you have a Christmas season and Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. And uh, we're always here at MBCC. Uh, We look forward to 2021, but have a Merry Christmas on behalf of all of our staff at Mission Vale Christian Church.